Good morning, Paul and Drigo here, Toronto Real Estate Unfiltered, recording in the studio for realestatepodcastshow.com. Bit of an update for the week of the 23rd March. A um, couple different things I'm going to talk about today, but um, two of them involve some uh, pretty bad things going on right now in the Toronto real estate market. Okay, and these are, again, these are real stories, and obviously I'm not going to reveal the names or who's involved, but these are real things are going on. Uh, in one case, uh, I'm aware, and again, I, I know the people involved, so again, this is all factual stuff. Um, I know of one case where a buyer, uh, an older buyer, is asking for um, an extension on a property that's sold. Again, these are not my listings, um, but again, I know the details. So they're asking for an extension on the property being um, being sold because of, of course, you know, what's going on in the world. And apparently the sellers are asking them for a pretty large um, increase in, uh, in, in the, in the sale price in order to be able to, you know, to accommodate that. So that's sort of the beginning signs of things not going well. Uh, and one other situation I'm aware of, um, someone's mentioning that they have not one, but two recent souls that were being called back for appraisal and there's a chance of them not closing. So, and this is all Toronto area stuff. So this isn't for me to warn you about this stuff. Again, I have been going through this now, various phases of this through 2003, through the SARS epidemic, through 2008, uh, through a little bit of 2017 as well. Uh, I've been going through these moments of turbulence for, again, over 20 years. So I've, I've got a pretty good checklist of things that I'm, um, uh, I'm on top of at the best of times. And of course, when things are really good, there's not usually a lot that goes wrong. Things kind of smooth, um, sail along, but at the 11th hour, and you need, again, someone who's really good at what they do you need a problem solver. Same thing goes for whether it's a doctor, a mechanic, um, a surgeon, um, um, you know, anybody who does what they do really well, they might not have to do, you know, that work or that kind of problem solving all the time. And that's the case for me. I'm not always solving uh, major problems in real estate. It's not always that way. Most of the time, there's a few. Again, there's very few sold signs of mine that you'll see that, you know, were 100% smooth. It just isn't how it works, folks. Um, and, and this podcast, I hope, sort of uh, sheds some light on that. So, just to let you know, on a, on an average transaction, again, where like you know some things can go you know up and down, and things can go wrong, and 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 people can lose jobs, and people have passed away during this whole thing. It, it happens. So there's usually a list of about a hundred things that can go wrong. Right now, and I'm saying this to everybody, you can pretty much assure that that list has doubled. There's a lot more things that can go wrong now, especially with, again, something that's completely new to us. Like who predicted uh, March 24th, 2020, uh, back in December? No one saw this one coming. Uh, some people 
claim they did, but um, obviously the, um, the, the, uh, the World Health Organization on March 11th declared a pandemic. So, um, and, and we've been sort of dealing with it almost two weeks now. Um, and, and I hope we can um, truly, for, for the sake of the world, I hope we can, um, you know, figure this out and, and, you know, flatten the curve and, and eliminate this thing. Um, I really hope it's possible. And more importantly than anything, you know, we all have to do our part and, and, you know, stay home and all that other stuff. So the reason I'm doing this podcast again today for, for the usual reasons is to educate you. It's not to scare you. There's not about fear. Okay. And the good news is Every one of the transactions I did in 2003, in 2008, and 2017, every one of those that I did with, again, not, not the same, but similar situations where lots of things that are out of your control might go wrong, I've prepared myself for these things, and I've created very detailed checklists, problems, and solutions along the way, okay? That's, for me, what the big thing is. It's about problem solving. So... What I learned, and this is just one of the things that I learned, is there's a certain formula that I use when I'm getting a listing ready now versus the way I would have done, let's say, three months ago. It'll, it would have still been on my checklist, like somewhere down the line. This particular item, which is absolutely critical, is now pretty much like one of the top five things that I will do when I'm getting your listing ready right now. It's a whole different type of being ready. Okay, this isn't about um, following what worked three months ago. I mean, even three, even three weeks ago uh, is a lifetime. It's a whole different situation. There's a whole bunch of checklists required now that I'm helping people get ready for when the time comes to sell your property. Okay, and here's the you know here's the distinction matter. If you have to sell right now, and if you if you must, if you're in a position where you absolutely cannot hold on for another month or two, then we'll take the proper steps to get it done. It's um, you know it's complicated, especially right now because there is so much turmoil. It's really hard to say how the banks are going to react. So before you get too excited and just you know call that person who will you know gladly sign your, your, your listing for you and, and do not much else after that, um, make sure that I'm on that list. I, I really, I cannot stress enough the importance of not just being on my list now, but being part of my portfolio protection program that I do for Toronto and GTA real estate owners, investors, uh, making sure that you are, are in full understanding of where your property value is today. Uh, and I'm still actively doing my video calls and video um, tours of your properties and getting things ready, just giving you some idea of some numbers. It's nothing in stone. And again, no, you know, no, no price valuation is ever in stone. But learning about what goes on behind the scenes, especially now, is absolutely non-negotiable. You can't make the mistake of going into this with one of the agents who is not aware of what could go wrong, and then they have to sort of figure it out as they go. I see this come up every day on various real estate Facebook groups where someone's asking uh, a bunch of random people on a, on a website for advice on something that um, has no business being there, by the way, because it's a, you know, it's a private matter for their clients and them, but they don't know the answer. They've, they haven't been through it before. I get it, but 
you don't want to be the one that they're practicing on, okay? So I'm telling you right now, the difference is forget the free can of paint, forget the free massage, forget the free staging offers. All of that is out the window. Actually, the truth is you don't want a damn thing in your house right now. Do you understand why? What people want more than anything is a clean, spotless home. They don't want furniture on there. They don't want anything that can possibly be, again, containing deadly viruses. It's not, it's not about you right now, and it's not about anybody else. It's just about what makes that house as clean and as safe to, you know, to visit as possible. And again, this is all brand new. Again, six months ago, um, if you did have nice furniture, that would have been great. I say keep it there. But now I've got a whole different list of recommendations that I'm making for those of you who, again, must sell now. But I don't think it's going to be that much different going forward. There's probably going to be some permanent um, uh, changes that are going on. And again, a lot of this stuff goes on behind the scenes with stuff you don't know about. Okay? Banks... They take calculated risks every day. So they're not, they're not, they're not going to stop doing that. But they don't take careless risks. So that means if someone, uh, whether, again, and you might not know, but if someone pays a lot more money than they should have for your house and they don't truly have the, the cash, they don't have the gap between appraisal and the, and the price they paid, that deal's falling apart. So forget the soul signs. Forget them. I've been saying this for the longest time. What you want to look at, if there was out there, just closed, those are the signs you want to see. So you want my just closed report, meaning these are properties that have actually sold and closed. Just sold, what it does is it might get you to call them. It might you know, add some, uh, some extra listings to their, to their portfolio. That shouldn't matter to you. What should matter to you is how do you reduce your risks when you're doing this kind of stuff, whether you're buying, selling, or even when you're renting. I got a lot of people right now that are in the middle of um, sort of uh, making adjustments in their rental strategies as well. So I help people do that too. Um, you know, to move from 2500 down to 2000 doesn't sound like a lot, but at the end of the year, could be enough to just get you past that down payment point because I don't want any of you in a position where you are depending on, again, whether, whether you're part of this conversation to do with, you know, how uh, rents are going to be handled in April because of, again, all of this pandemic related stuff. My suggestion to you in the future is to be focused on creating your own empire. Because again, you're either paying a landlord's mortgage or a tenant mortgage, but you're paying a mortgage. Like I don't see, there's no difference. You're paying the money to someone and they're paying the bank. So you're technically just sort of, you know, giving them the money. They may or may not be making anything, by the way. I know enough landlords where, again, not all of them are making money. Some of them are losing a bit. What they're making is equity over time. So you're right on that. But as far as actual cash in hand, some of them don't have a lot of it. They could have a few rental properties, uh, but it's all, all their actual money is tied up in equity. So it's a different story. It's a long-term strategy. You should be thinking the same about yourself, especially if you want to be in a position where you're not subject to someone else's situation. Because if you don't pay that rent and they don't pay the mortgage, you lose that property no matter what. The bank takes it. 
So it's not like some sort of a solution, and 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 the the um, the, the 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 ban on evicting tenants won't be permanent. This will not be something that goes on and on and on. So if again, if the landlord isn't paying the mortgage, the house, the condo, whatever, it's gone. The bank will sell it. You'll be out. So you won't really have a choice at that point. So uh, I'm strongly suggesting for you to continue working with whoever your landlords are do do the best that you can and understand that again there is a chain that goes on here it's not about what the right thing is or what the wrong thing is the landlord just may not be able to stop that and it might be by the way there are some cases i've heard of over the years Excuse me, where the landlord has already missed a few payments, and um, you you would be paying your rent and not know that, and one more payment missed might be all it takes, and it might just be your first payment missed, but it might be his third. So remember that there is sometimes more going on than you know when you don't own. When you own, you have full control over it. You're putting money away for yourself. Again, you're doing a long-term, um, you know, it's a, it's a long game. It's a five or ten-year game more than it's a one or a two-year thing. But again, some of you have been paying rent uh, for for years, and some of you pay, you know, if you pay over two thousand a month, then you're paying like you know almost twenty-five thousand dollars a year. So if you've been somewhere and you've paid anywhere over fifty thousand, you've paid the equivalent of a down payment. I, I think you. Should should stop paying the landlord's mortgage and start focusing on yours. Just my two cents on that. Um, so yeah, I, I strongly suggest that you again head over to my website, realestatepodcastshow.com, sign up, just just register. And this isn't about you know telling you um, not to sell right now. This is about telling you getting you informed and getting you educated so that when the time comes and if the time's now great if the time is 6 months from now fine i'm not going to let you make a bad decision that's the one thing i can tell you so once you're signed on once you're part of the program you are protected and that's that's all part of this so whether we're you know whether you're moving this year or not um it's a very different market and it's a very important market to be focused on, you know, not being a, a hustler in. And this is a market where you want to be a kind person. Okay. You want, if you're selling, you want your buyers, you, the, the, the kind of buyers you attract are the kind of buyers who will follow through with the agreement. Not the ones that, again, are out there right now looking for loopholes, looking for ways out because they feel they've overpaid and they, weren't, they, they haven't been treated well. And some of them are being abused for asking for you know, extra time to close, which, again, will end terribly. It, it'll, it'll, it'll be a disaster for these people. Um, and, of course, um, they'll be blacklisted in some ways because the people who did bid uh, or know of them will uh, make sure that nobody else bids on that property. And it's, it's not usually a huge... Um, you know, it's not usually a huge uh, group of people. This is usually a small group of people on how this works. So um, you don't want to screw anybody over right now. Again, if someone is, is, is serious about, you know, staying in their, in their purchase, it's far better that you, you know, figure it out versus, uh, you know, letting the lawyers figure it out because uh, there's a lot of lawyers right now behind the scenes that I'm aware of uh, that are dealing with some very messy transactions, dealing with mortgage issues up the, you know what, uh, I'm trying to talk to one lawyer this week to get him on my podcast to uh, get an update on what's going on with that. So there's a lot going on right now, more than there should be, especially when it comes to this stuff. So let me 
remove some of that fear. That's what I do. A leader removes the fear. Make sure that you are in a position where you're protected. And starting with you now, starting, you know, if, if you were signed on with me three months ago, again, you, you, you know, you, you've been getting updates regularly. Um, some of you are asking for weekly updates. I'm doing that for as many people as, uh, as they ask, and I'll do that until you tell me to stop. Uh, but for, for those of you who are planning on selling, some of you want to sort of watch what's going on with the market. And in some areas, yes, in some areas, that's how this works, local, everything is local. In some areas, there's going to be more shifts than others. So you want to find out which area you're in, if you're in the area of like a, a very steep shift or a very sort of a slow shift or, or, or nothing at all. In some cases, there's nothing going on, but everything is about literally within three or four blocks of you, there's a whole different thing going on. Um, some areas of, of Toronto, there are actually nine sub- um, sub communities within those main communities that I track, uh, and and you wouldn't believe it's like some in some cases there's a a minus ten percent uh, price drop to a thirty percent price increase, and this is all within that little uh, like probably within about ten minutes of of uh, of each other. So that's how different it can be, which is why every one of you is is signed up with me also gets alerts of everything going on within 700 meters of your front door. This is no longer optional, by the way. You cannot be in the dark about this. And there is activity going on in some cases without you seeing the sign, okay? And stuff that you should know about. So make sure you're getting signed on with me today um, or this week, and we'll connect over a video call or a phone call, whatever's comfortable. Eventually, I will need to do a video walkthrough of your property. Um, You just need to, you know put your phone, spin it around and, and give me a walkthrough. Let me know, you know, what am I looking at? Uh, to get an idea of, of, of what to, you know, what to, what to, uh, what a starting point would be for your, for your value. Now, if I just had to just, you know, give you a curb estimate, curbside estimate, uh, I'm happy to do that for starters. Eventually when things are a little quieter and a little calmer, yes, uh, we will connect and we'll meet and, uh, you know, do the usual thing, grab a coffee, grab a beer. But I, I like establishing relationships with you guys way before we have to do anything together because it's almost like, you know, going on a date with someone and then by the second date talking about a wedding. I don't know about you, but that doesn't really happen. And if it does happen, it never ends well. So I don't want that to happen with us. And we're not going to move to the heavy stuff. For me, buying and selling is, you know, that's that's a wedding. That's that's huge. So let's just date for a while. Let's let's just talk. Let's just sort of get to know each other. Um whatever you need to do, I need to also find out, you know, what it is that you're truly after, what your what your definition of wealth is. That's a big thing for me in the last few years is actually getting down to the thing about what is important about that for you, whether it's money, whether it's security, whether it's uh, having your house paid off, whatever it is. I want to know about what is important about that to you. And I ask a lot of questions about that because I want to get it right down, boiled to what it is that you need. In some cases, some of the people I've talked to this week, um, it's just because they grew up with no money. They grew up being told that, you know, money is bad. And I'm literally the one trying to tell them that, by the way, it isn't money that's bad. It's people who are bad with money are just worse with money. That's how it works. So people who are nice with money are also nice uh, without money are also nice with money. It's just how it works. The illusion comes off as, you know, some people who are assholes and they have money, of course, 
all people have, you know, all people with money are assholes, and that is incorrect. It is about where you came from, what your reasonings are. I'm reading one book right now about um, a billionaire, and what he talks about is that his whole purpose of creating the business that made him a billionaire was because he did not want to ever be in a position where he couldn't provide for his developmentally disabled son if anything ever was to happen. And as far as I'm concerned, and I get goosebumps thinking about this because I, I you know, I think about my kids, I think about my family, um, and my wife's legally blind. I never want her in a position where she's, you know, unsure of what's going on. So if you have a strong enough why, and that's, of course, another book as well, really great book by uh, um, Simon Sinek. Um, if you have that, the rest is actually really easy. But if you don't have a reason or, or anything else to, 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 to attract the wealth you want, it's just not going to happen. People are not just going to like say, you know, here's a million dollars or help you get to the point where you even, you know, join me for my invitation only $5 million club, which is in session right now. We've started already. Nothing's going to derail us. Those of you who are, are with me, who are, are part of uh, my uh, protection program, are also invited um, to, to ensure that you have the option. And what it has to do with, it has to do with a group of people who are committed to helping each other reach a $5 million net worth, real estate net worth, by 2025. So I want to invite you to, of course, be part of my portfolio protection program. That's how it all starts. You need to be part of that. I need to know where we're starting from. From there, my goal is to help you leverage that into something much bigger. Um, I've done this for clients before. We've, they've started off many years ago with very little uh, and then went up to these massive portfolios that they, again, they still have and you would not even know because these people are, again, humble people. They've just worked hard and, uh, and reinvested their profits back into real estate. Every time they could, they did. So um, I want to make sure you know those secrets because they're not secrets, but unless you've gone through this before with someone and understand the, the, the background of it all, you have to get that. That's the only way real estate uh, wealth works is through leverage. You have to understand how to do it, at what point it makes sense to do, and then, you know, keep moving forward and I've got all the people that you possibly need um, to help you get there. So really there's nothing for you to do besides just sign in and uh, join me for the journey. Thanks guys. Take care of yourselves. Please stay home if you can. And please keep your social distances from people. This is all stuff that's important right now. Six months from now, it might not even be a conversation. I hope it's a distant memory. We all do, but um, please let's all do whatever the, the, the medical community is telling us that we should do. Um, I think that's, uh, for, as far as I can tell, um, that remains the best advice possible. So uh, even if you do have essential jobs to do aside of, outside of being frontline medical workers, um, please be cautious. Uh, try to stay away from groups if you can, if you can do as much work from your remote locations as possible. Um, and just, again, be safe. And, uh, you know, let's, uh, let's get you set up for your, you know, your success, because there's a there's a big future waiting for you. And I want to make sure that, uh, you know, you do the right things. Thanks again.